There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And it truly really does help out the channel so thank you so much for doing those things and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from throwaway wife baby trap who says my wife and then puts in quotation marks baby trapped me i put baby trap in quotation marks because i'm not sure what she did is the actual definition of baby trap she didn't have a kid to make me stay just against my will So my wife, 32 female, and I, 34 male, have been together for eight years. We have a little girl, five female, and a baby boy, two male. I love both of them more than anything, and I finally feel like I have everything. A beautiful wife, two healthy kids, a great career, and a big house. The token American dream, minus the dog. I'm allergic. (laughs) When we talked about kids before, my wife always said she wanted two. I only wanted one. It would be easier and would have more money for vacations and stuff. But my wife maintained it's important for a child to have a sibling. I grew up with four and my wife with none, so I guess I understand where she's coming from. After our son and getting through the baby years and sleepless nights for the second time, I didn't want to ever go through that again. Both kids were very fussy and colicky, but when he was a year old, my wife began casually mentioning a third. I would laugh it off, but finally she sat me down and said, we have to have a third. I said, no, we agreed on two, but she said she wanted four and three is the compromise. I refused and I said, I wanted one and we have two. She got angry and called me selfish for taking away her dream of wanting a big family. A couple of days later, she apologized and we had sex. I noticed her drive increased exponentially, but so did mine and I was happy to engage her. She was on birth control. I had a condom. It was all good. Thinking back on it, I probably should have figured something was up, but I was barely handling two little kids and work on top of housework and yard work and everything. I came home from work one day while the kids were at their grandparents. My wife had a huge smile on her face and she sat me down and showed me a positive pregnancy test, literally dancing in joy. My first thought was, oh shit. My wife noticed a less than happy expression on my face and started screaming at me. She berated me for not being supportive and this was a miracle from God and I should be grateful. I said I was sorry and hugged her and said I was super excited for the baby. My wife was delighted and later that night she was calling all family and friends to happily tell them the news. When she was talking about the nursery and how I convert my office into a room, I started to get a little suspicious. Everything was so well thought out and it seemed like she had been planning this for a while. When she was asleep, I took the condoms out of the cupboard and ran them under water. Holes. I nabbed her phone and saw she had set a password. 
That was odd. Nevertheless, my wife has a terrible memory, so I tried her birthday and it opened. Further up text with a best friend and my wife complaining how I wouldn't come around. Her best friend suggested arrange an accident with a winky face. My wife agreed and said she was going to come off birth control. I went on for a little while, ending with my wife saying that yes, we were going to have a third. So I woke her up immediately and asked her if this had really been a miracle. She got that deer in the headlights look and burst into tears. She wailed and then she got angry. Through tears, she screamed I had no right to go through her phone and it's her choice whether or not she wants to take birth control. The side effects are bad and she was sick. She also brought up if I really didn't want a third kid, I should have had a vasectomy. She told me to go sleep on the couch. I laughed out loud and said no. I'm sleeping here. You're leaving. So while wailing, she packed a bag and left to her parents. When she called the next day, I told her I just need some time to myself. She said that's fine, but I need to come around for our child. I told her I wasn't sure if it'd be our child, and she cried more. It's been two weeks since then. Government's recommended to stay at home, and I knew staying at home by myself while also working with two kids would not be ideal, and she wanted to see our kids. So we're in the same house. She constantly keeps on stopping me and trying to get me excited for our kid and planning the nursery and names and how happy our kids will be to get a younger sibling. I've been ignoring her entirely. What do I do? Staying home with her is bad enough and I don't know if I should leave her over this. I don't trust her anymore. She entirely betrayed it. I'm angry, but I have another child on the way. And we're gonna start off with Smiley Canadian who says this is a huge betrayal by your wife and honestly could be a deal breaker leading to divorce. Having a child is a big emotional, physical and financial decision that should involve two partners. She's selfish, entitled, and manipulative. I would consider the following. One, get a lawyer. Discuss your options. Two, get screenshot evidence of the text between her and her friend. Record her admitting to tampering and lying with her birth control and your condoms. Three, get a couple's counselor. You can get virtual sessions during the pandemic. This is important to either save your relationship or to help mediate a divorce. Four, get a paternity test. Five, Be honest with people why you two are separate. She's going to lie and be manipulative about what happened. Six, document interactions and record any flights with her. She can't be trusted. Avoid her claiming abuse or other things by having proof. What's most worrisome and makes me worried your marriage is over? One, she lied. Two, she blamed it on you for not getting a vasectomy. Three, she's not sorry. Four, she doesn't respect your view, needs or opinion. If she can't see how wrong she is and how much she broke your trust, hurt you, this marriage won't recover. Tunafart says, random name, it'll be 100% a deal breaker for me. The lying, the manipulation and leveraging your kids. No going back from that, to which OP replies, but what do I do? I'm stuck in the house with her. The kids have noticed I'm ignoring her. She won't leave me alone. Ruthless Bunny says, reproductive coercion. This is a form of abuse. Speak with a lawyer, get a therapist. This is not okay. To which Opie replies, our lawyer's gonna meet with me in the quarantine. I don't even know if therapist offices are still open. I guess I should try to voice chat or something that might work. This just sucks so much. I hate everything about this. Annoyed says, I'd divorce her and yes, she definitely baby trapped you. This is actually a form of rape in several areas of the world. She withheld important contraceptive information from you. 
going off birth control and actively tampered with the one you were using, holes in the condoms. Is there any way you can get on her phone again? I suggest screenshotting her admitting she tampered with your condoms and went off her birth control purposely without mentioning it to you and sending it to your own phone. Hell, I'd even record a conversation between you and her and get her to openly talk about what she did. And one more from Fifth Sonata who says this is awful. Not only was she being selfish, but what kind of fucked up mother thinks it's a good idea to bring a child into her world against the wishes of her partner? That hurts the child beyond measure because the father will never bond with that child the way he bonded with the other. She has seriously, seriously hurt that baby. It's selfish, short-sighted, and incredibly, I don't even have the right words. As a mother myself, my heart is just hurting for that child. I personally wouldn't be with someone like that. But a situation like this is above Reddit's pay grade. It's delicate, ethical thing that only you should decide going forward. No one will blame you if you left her, but you need to decide how to proceed with the baby. I would really encourage you to talk to a counselor. Betterhelp.com and Talkspace.com are both online options for the time being. If you want to ask her to leave, you're well within your right to do so. You could give her a bunch of resources to find an apartment or call one of her family members to ask if she could stay. Maybe give her some counseling resources as well because you have to be seriously ill to think this is okay. I wish you the best. This is a hard situation and I'm sorry it happened to you, especially in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And this is definitely one of those situations that personally for me, I'd be out that door instantly. I know there's lots of little things that I'd have to sort with the kids that they currently have, but there's no way I'd be able to trust or want to be around someone like that. And personally to me, I just think there isn't no way back from that. There's no way she's going to rebuild that trust again. What she did was absolutely shitty and tried to turn it around on you as well. Tried to blame you. You should have got a vasectomy. Yet she's the one who came off birth control without discussing it with you and also put holes in condoms. I mean, holy shit. So OP did come in with an update which said... Hey guys, the other post got way more attention than I expected, so I figured you guys probably deserve an update. The last post was and then shares a link. To start, yes, I get it. I know how it looks. There's a lot of comments calling bullshit. One user called it MRA fiction. It's perfectly balanced and so on. Yeah, I know. My life feels like a joke right now. Honestly, there's little point in me trying to defend it because, first of all, if you don't reply to my comments saying it's wrong, you're intentionally ignoring them because they are right. And if you do, you're trying way too hard to patch up the holes. It doesn't really matter what I say. You guys won't believe me. And at this point, it doesn't even matter because I'm looking for advice. I don't care if you think it's true. So let's start from the beginning. My wife is still at home. I'm going out of my mind. Kids don't understand what's happening and keep on asking why I won't talk to mummy, blah, blah, blah. It's been close to a month since then and I've been following the advice I saw. I lied and said I was going for a drive. She tried to come along, but it's a two-person limit per car and who's looking after the kids then? I called my dad's best friend. She's a lawyer and told her everything. I screenshotted the texts and sent them to myself. And at nighttime, I asked her to talk and press my phone on record. And I asked her why she did it. And she went on about completing our family and how we needed a third kid. And she knows I'll love them more than anything when they are born. She apologized profusely as well and told me that she knows she hadn't gone about it the right way. And she should have accepted it. And I'm within my rights to do what I want, but please stay for the kid. And now it's on the way. We can take it positively. Anyway. That brings us to today. 
I'm back on civil terms with my wife and I've started acting like everything's okay between us. She's happy. The kids are happy and excited for their new sibling. Everything's going great except for the divorce being planned. I've got the evidence and I've got the lawyer and I'm preparing to present her with papers. I've talked to my lawyer about how it's going to go because of quarantine and where we are technology is being used. Online documents and video conferencing. This thing called ADR, Alternative Dispute Resolution. So that's pretty much it. I've got all my ducks in a row. My wife doesn't know anything. I think I'm doing fine, but I have a lot of doubts. Every day when we go to bed, she kisses me and when she thinks I'm asleep, she always whispers about how she loves me. Waking up next to her is sad because I know time is running out. She always makes me breakfast in the morning. She hugs me all throughout the day. She's happy and close with me and thinks all our problems are solved. And I feel so guilty with what I'm doing. It just feels like everything's going so smoothly. The kids are enjoying quarantine and we're all doing stuff together as a family. And I'm just about to drop a nuclear bomb on all this. I kind of hate that everything's going so well and how happy everyone is. I just want to make everything that goes ahead comfortable for my kids and for my wife. Any advice on how? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think there was ever any chance of them staying together? I just couldn't see it myself. I wouldn't be able to stay in that situation. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, our next story comes from Ghost Turtles, who says, how do I divorce my wife, 35 female, when she relies on me, 35 male, for everything? To sum up what's been happening, I am moving toward divorcing my wife, S, whom I've been with for 17 years, since I was 18 years old. The easy way to say it is that S and I don't have a partnership. It's not just that she hasn't had a job since 2013, but that she doesn't do anything to contribute to our relationship. I'm the sole breadwinner, take care of our finances, get groceries, clean the house, etc. She doesn't have any friends either because she doesn't make the effort to make them. I actually have to introduce her to people from my life then politely hint that she should keep in touch. Hey, how's Jen doing? Maybe you should text her. Even then, the relationship's always with her. In 2017, after years of soul searching, I asked Est for a divorce. She was so devastated that I reluctantly agreed to try marriage counseling. It seemed finally to help. She began to apply for jobs and was open to therapy on her own, which I arranged and drove her to because she refuses to drive. But once the immediate danger of divorce no longer hung over our marriage, she reverted to her old ways. It's a pattern. When I ask her why she won't apply to jobs, she says she doesn't know if she'll like them and she's interested in something else now. 
so I pay thousands of dollars for training or classes in the new thing. And after a few months, she quits. When I express my frustration, she cries and says that I make her feel like she can't do anything right. Consciously or not, this is an extremely manipulative way to make me feel like the bad guy and to get out of taking any sort of responsibility. So even if she did get a job, it wouldn't really change things for me because I have 17 years of evidence to show that she won't truly change. I just don't trust or respect her. I don't think she's being malicious, but it almost doesn't matter. We don't have children and I want to have children so much, but I can't have them with her. Although this weekend she said she wants to go to grad school, she also occasionally says she doesn't want to get a job because she wants to be a mum, but I cannot do that to a child. I don't know if S has any insight into why it's so clear to me that she couldn't handle motherhood. It's painful. I love her, but I've given her so much support and so many chances, and I can't have the life I want if I stay in the marriage. I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but I feel like I am an extraordinary husband and she isn't grateful for anything I do. I will probably have to pay her some sort of spousal support, perhaps indefinitely, but I am more than willing to do that if I can have a chance at the life I want. I'm just so afraid of hurting her. I know logically that's not my job to live in misery to avoid hurting her feelings, and yet I'm terrified that she'll forever be haunted by the breakdown of the only relationship she's ever had. How do I do this? What do I do? I'm lost and in so much pain. Thank you for your time. Note, I imagine people will say S is depressed. That may be true, but she doesn't think so. As I mentioned, I found her a therapist and would drive her to appointments, but she said she was fine and stopped going after two to three sessions. Addition one, to clarify, we do not have children and are not in danger of her getting pregnant. Addition two, S has never been diagnosed with a mental disorder and has no substance abuse issues. Addition three, a few people have said that from her behavior, S seems unintelligent. Ironically, she's actually very bright. If you believe standardized tests, she has more raw smarts than I do, which sort of makes the situation all the more frustrating. Addition four, S does conceivably have a place to go if slash when we split. Her parents are good people who have the room and ability to take her in, which I think would be the best way forward. And I've got to admit myself, once reading this, depression did jump in my head and, you know, Depression isn't every single time when we read these stories, but there's a possibility, right? Although this person could be just a lazy person as well. But as we always say in these stories, you know, mental health, grieving, whatever it may be is never an excuse. And you know, you've been driving her to therapy sessions, and if she's unwilling to help herself in the situation, you're left with little choices in the end. And I think you have to do what is best for you. I know it's incredibly harsh, because you don't want to see someone that you love or loved or anyone in any sort of pain, do you? You don't want to cause someone pain, but you don't want to, and I don't know if the saying is is appropriate in this one, but it was it's set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. I'm not sure if that's the right phrasing in this particular story, but kind of along those lines. Because I mean, you've been through this for 17 years already. How much longer do you want to go through life being unhappy? When you're clearly unhappy, S seems unwilling to change. What's the alternative here? Biggest Dicker says, classic name, you are married to a bum. Divorcing her will probably be good for her because it will force her to actually start doing something productive with her life. Ultimately, you just have to do it. There is no easy way. 
Reverend Vader says the most pertinent piece of info for me is where there is a sudden burst of effort when she sees her cushy number is on the line. She may well be depressed, but what this says to me is that she is fully aware that she is both using you and her effort in the relationship is nowhere near enough. Once she feels a little comfortable and safe again, she turns off the tap as her default wish is to live off you, not with you. You may want to bend over backwards to help her through guilt, but your wife doesn't feel the same, buddy. People who are comfortable using others don't often care about anyone but themselves in my experience. I think you'll find she doesn't care anywhere near as much about you once you file. If you do divorce, let your lawyer set out what is fair. You're used to being used and may well agree to things you soon regret once you are out. Stella says you have to get out of this relationship, talk to a lawyer, find out what the steps are where you live. If you were hit by a bus tomorrow, she would cope or she would not. Her choices and behaviors aren't your responsibility. Do what is right for you. So OP did come in with an update which said, hi Reddit, I'm writing to thank you for the advice you gave me on my original post. How do I divorce my wife when she relies on me for everything? The TLDR was that my wife wouldn't work or contribute in any way, relied on me for everything, but for many years, I was too racked with guilt to leave. However, since that post, I followed your advice to leave my wife, which was the same advice I received from literally every other person in my life. It was the most difficult thing I've ever done. I've never wept so hard as I did after I told my now ex, whom I'd been with for half my life, that I'd filed for divorce and was leaving. But despite any pain and stress I've experienced in the last few months, filing for divorce was by far the best decision I've ever made. And in that time, I've experienced a sense of lightness, possibility, and fierce joy I've never knew possible. I'm happy to answer any questions you all might have, including those looking for advice or comfort in similar situations. Here are some highlights slash takeaways from my personal experience. The divorce process isn't a ton of fun. I had to switch attorneys when I realized the first law firm was unethically making the process more contentious than anyone wanted to boost their billable hours, and I would end up paying a not insignificant amount of spousal support for a couple of years. But all this is a very small price to pay for the freedom I now have. There have been emotional ups and downs for sure. Aside from one brief texting conversation, I haven't spoken with my ex since I left in September. Old habits die hard though, and during long weekends alone, I've twice been overcome with guilt about leaving and broken down in tears. I know I don't truly have anything to feel guilty about. I think this is simply part of the process of grieving and extricating myself from the familiar emotional ruts I'd taken as reality for so long. Modern dating is strange and fun, but strange. <laughs> for context, the last time I was single, my phone flipped lol so dating apps took some getting used to that said i was very relieved to find that my worst fears that i could be an undesirable guy to date and would be forever alone could not have been less realistic i often had dates with two to four different women per week i live in a major city which helps and and more than once i found myself jokingly asking a lovely woman are you sure you're on the right date like have you seen me I'm not the crypt keeper or anything, but I look like what I am, a mid-30s creative guy who works in tech and owns entirely too much Nintendo memorabilia. Luckily, no ladies bolted mid-dinner. I did not plan on dating seriously for at least six months, but I met a woman on Tinder who is my dream girl and so much more. We're deliriously happy. 
She's a few years younger than I am, but is deeply wise, as well as hilarious, kind, thoughtful, generous, and beautiful. This sounds like I'm making it up, but she's literally a professional model. As I joke with friends, I swear she's real, you guys. She just goes to a different school. There were many folks who reached out and said how much they related to my previous circumstances. So if I had any advice to share to those struggling with leaving a partner who is dependent on them, it would be this. Do not set yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. We're on this earth for all too brief a trip and it's not fair to make ourselves miserable just to avoid making someone else uncomfortable. Relationships should be about two people coming together because they want to share their lives, not because one of them needs the other. And anyway, people are more resilient than we give them credit for. Thank you so much, Reddit. You helped change and save my life. If I can repay the favor by answering any questions, please let me know. Edit one. I think it's clear if you read both posts, but I get that most folks won't. So just to be safe, I didn't leave just because of Reddit. Everyone in my life, including friends who loved me and my ex, believed it was the right thing because I tried for years to get our marriage to work. She wouldn't reciprocate and the efforts almost killed me. Reddit offered enormous comfort and further confidence though, and I'm deeply grateful. Edit two, quick notes to address a couple of questions in the comments. What is my ex doing now? Aside from a brief text conversation, we haven't spoken since I left. Through my lawyer, I know that she is living with her parents and is looking for work. In that text conversation, she said she hopes we can be friends and talk when this is over. She also said she understands and respects my decision to not be in contact with her. Whether or not we'll have a relationship after this process, I truly don't know, but I admire the strength it took to send that magnanimous message and I wish her only happiness and the best. Two, how did my ex's parents take this? They understood completely. They didn't even ask why I was leaving. They already knew, which was both comforting and sad. Three, what did my original lawyers do that made me seek new counsel? Well, they weren't billing me for hours they didn't work. Rather, they were creating unnecessary work so they could have more hours of the work to bill. Basically, they were misrepresenting my ex's lawyer as being much more aggressive and litigious than he actually was. I found this out and they described an email conversation they'd had with him. Then, accidentally, I assumed, sent me the actual conversation as part of an unrelated email forward. The real conversation was nothing like what they'd reported. There were a lot of things like that. Four. You're not actually dating a model because that is ludicrous. Or, haha, you're dating a model. Have fun paying for her life, too, Einstein. Then says, oh yeah, totally. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I agree, it is ludicrous, especially since I basically have the physique of a guy who loves ordering fitness DVDs but does not love opening them. <laughs> but she really is a model and her looks are honestly the least beautiful thing about her. Also she's 30 and knows modeling won't last forever, so she's already fielding offers to go back to work as a psychological counselor. 
But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What do you think about Opie being in a new relationship? Some people were saying that, you know, maybe he moved on too quickly, etc., etc. But what are your thoughts on that? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved. It truly does mean the world. You change everything, truly. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that's a damn...